Hi, this is TJ Miller, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour, unless you're not listening and you're just watching it, which doesn't make any sense at all. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man with no pants or undies on, who is currently smearing peanut butter and placing raisins down the shaft of his boner. That's Jeff Clark. Raisinettes, actually. I like them chocolate-covered. And beaming to us from a Wawa dumpster, the bearded booger-eating hoagie addict known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. Shuddy Boy, what is that character again you're drinking out of? I know it's a He-Man guy, but it, it looks like one of the Final Fantasy characters, too. It's Orko, the wizard. Orko. So he he kind of looks like Mushmouth. Or a circumcised penis. <laughs> I've already offended oh. Shuddy Boy to walk off the show. He's gone. That's it. <laughs> no one talks about Orko that way. No, I was just, this is what Orko looks like in the figures. So he's got magic powers. He does. This is, that's why he has this thing. He looks cool. Have you ever seen the Final Fantasy character that that looks like? No. What's its name? I don't know. Let me, let me look it up. It's, it's super similar. Uh, Final Fantasy character hat? Wizard? I'm just throwing oh, keywords out. Um, Looks like Orko. Oh, yeah, Vivi or- Ornitier, Ornitier, Ornitier. How the fuck do you spell that? V-I-V-I, separate word, O-R-N-I-T-I-E-R. All right, yes, they do look similar. Yeah. Very similar. And He-Man for sure came first. Yes. Anywho, so we were talking in the Easter egg which some of you will hear later on. I guess if you're a YouTube devotee, you don't catch the Easter eggs. But um, I pitched another one of my classic horrible ideas, probably right up there with freaky scenes. I'm going to spoil. give a spoiler. I don't think it's that bad of an idea. We were talking about edibles and stuff, and it's, it's no secret of how much of a bitch I've become when it comes to anything THC-related. I've become a one-hit wonder. Edibles rock me. Um, if I'm high, I'm couch locked. I get all weird. I clam up. I don't talk to anybody. It's uh, it's a true bummer from somebody who's you know. At this point, I I started smoking weed 25 years ago. And now look at me, a shell of a man. <laughs> but I was saying we were talking about some of the I edibles. Didn't... That we've had in the past, Jeff. You completely fucked. What your the up. hell are you doing over there? I was about to Instagram the show. There is something seriously <laughs> wrong with your microphone. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I didn't know. <laughs> it bums me. Out. I didn't touch the oh, microphone at you're all. Back. I didn't do anything. Now it's you're perfect. Back. You're back. I don't know. I don't. Know. What do you want me to do? I don't know. All right. <laughs> I won't Stop touch jerking off. Don't, yeah, don't touch anything. Yeah, it's all the, the peanut butter smearing and raisin placing you're doing on your boner. 
<laughs> oh man, all right, I'm just gonna sit here like a fucking creep, just staring directly into your heart, audience. <laughs> so Get we were ready talking for this for the next two hours. We were talking about some of our favorite edibles, and I suggested making a line of bitch ass edibles. They're some of them, they're and they're they're only getting better. A lot of times you get an edible, you'd have to suffer through the shitty, overly weedy taste of it, and you get stoned. But now that they've perfected it, they make them taste really, really good out here in California, but they're also insanely powerful. Like, Shuddy Boy has been featuring these these gummies that are based on, you know, popular snacks. They didn't even bother trying to hide the nerds. They just put the nerds logo on it. Uh, medicated nerds. They got medicated gummy worms, all that stuff, and they they're like they look very very similar to Trolley or Haribo, whatever the main brands are. They've gotten good, but pussies like me can't handle them. And I had an incident where I was eating these really really good chocolate covered almonds, and I couldn't stop eating them because they were so tasty. And then I got obliterated. And I think it would be dope if they made you know snack size edibles where the entire thing was like 25 milligrams. So you could eat these delicious snacks the way snacks are meant to be eaten. Instead of one or two almonds at a time, you could eat a whole box. Yeah. And I don't think it's that crazy of an idea. Jeff hates it. I think it's stupid. I think you should just moderate it yourself on your own end. But that's or- like, if I if I got you a delicious donut, Jeff, and I was like, you're, you can only eat one bite of this donut. Like, oh. I know the other option is going to be something going in my ass or no it would shit be. or I don't know. Your fucking would you rather or your analogies are always just complete cockamamie. I have to sp- I have to, I have to try to bring it to your level because I, I feel <laughs> okay, like yeah. I feel like you're very bad at commiserating Keep down to me or putting yourself in other people's shoes. So me getting too high off to eating a bunch of tasty snacks. You're just like, oh, well, yep, you're a pussy. But if you took more That's than fair. one bite of a donut, you got fucked in the ass. <laughs> Wait, were you going to say that? No. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I knew, it was going to be a little more clever than that. You I led thought. me there. You led yeah, me there. Okay, all right. All right, well, that's what I usually get. But, no, I, I don't know, like... They're either hoping that you build up the tolerance that way you buy more or, you know, I guess I don't care whether or not you moderate them, but that's kind of just on you. And it sounds like what would also help is if they just made worse tasting edibles, like if they just made them taste like shit. You wouldn't want to just stuff your face. That's, that that's a whole difference? other weird marketing campaign. Try our edibles. They're disgusting. But yeah. they get you high. Try our edibles. They yield a poor THC return. Neither one of them sound good, you know? And then you get motherfuckers like Joey Diaz that can eat, you know, a a star-shaped gummy that's 1,000 milligrams and then go on with his day. I feel like there are more of, like, not necessarily to that extreme, but Joey Diaz is in the world than there are of my bitch ass. I'm more on your side of things. I don't get nearly as rocked as you do. But I'm around anywhere from 10 to 20 milligrams sends me to the fucking moon. 
I've so. been seeing stuff like uh, articles too, headlines that as more and more states legalize weed, you know, more people are like, oh, I guess it's not as bad as we were led to believe in the past. Let's let's give it a shot tonight, honey. It's Friday night. The kids are away at camp. Let's let's fucking get crazy and get some edibles or something. Yeah, let's get some chocolate covered almonds that have marijuana in them. And then they get too high and calls to the ER of people thinking that they're dying after eating edibles are, you know, skyrocketing. And I've been Are they high- really skyrocketing? I mean, that's what I've been seeing. I I feel like we've all heard that phone call that went viral. It was like a, a cop or something, and him and his wife ate a brownie and they're like, I actually might be dead. Like right now, I think I died. <laughs> Send an ambulance to undie me. On May 25th, 2021 on the New York Post, very stoned Americans are fl- flooding poison control with calls. Oh my God. Kevin, you're feeding into this bullshit. I'll tell you what, dude, I've been there, except I know better. <laughs> So I know I'm not dying, but I've been high to the point where like my heart rate is up really high and my breathing's all fucked up. And I'm like, if I didn't know any better, I'd be in trouble. I'd, I would be panicking right now because this is this is not like a, a, a good sensation that I'm feeling at the moment. This feels like something is wrong, but I've smoked enough weed in my life where I know, no, you're just fucking too high. But some people, that's their first time, their first time getting high. And they're like, this. This is getting stoned. Ambulance! So between January 2017 and December 2019, 28,630 people called U.S. Poison Control Centers for being too high. See, they might like my bitch-ass edibles. Uh, 65% of the... 65.5% of those uh, were because they had smoked too much. 19.3% 19.3% was because the edibles were too strong. So mathematically. Let uh, me crunch these numbers real quick. Get my shudicus. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. algorithm. No, that can't be right. 10% would be. You gotta go to the lowest common denominator, I think. Oh, I carry the two. <laughs> Make sure the decimal spot is in the right spot. Have you tried flipping well, the numerator and the denominator? You're going to cause the fucking drugs to be ruined for all of us. All right. not Approximately 5,700 people called for having too many edibles. There you go. And that's in only, the whole country. Primo well, customers. But, but that's only in states where it's legal. Or maybe in the whole country. But you're going to see that, that, you know, between 2017 and December 2019, there were a handful of states where it was recreational. Have you guys ever How many been... of them do you think were from Alaska? Because they went legal for recreational. In and Alaska is pretty red. So I'm guessing there's a lot of like mountain people that never tried weed and just the fact of it becoming legal is like, you know, it's a big deal. Like, wait a second, I'm not breaking the law anymore. All right, let's see. Let's see what this shit's all about. And then they're like, whoa, fuck. 
Isn't it kind of ridiculous we haven't just given Alaska to Canada? <laughs> like I've I know nothing and care so little about Alaska. How did we end up stealing it from them? And we we bought it for like $150 off of the Russians, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I feel we like got it in like, math. <laughs> yeah, we we got it in some crazy like trade deadline deal. We 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 got we got rid of it for like a few fourth rounders or something. I think we gave him a couple ridic- of blankets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we sure we sent him a whole we sent him like McDonald's for like a year. Actually, no, we got I think we got Alaska before McDonald's. It sounds right. I feel like There's Alaska William Seward, right? I feel like that we got guy? Alaska in the fifties. Oh man. Well, Hawaii was in this it became a state. Uh Wait, let me guess. 51. I'm going to go 38. Kevin's closer. It was approved by Congress in on July 7th, 1958, and officially proclaim, proclaimed a state January 3rd, 1959. Wow. So, like, my grandparents and one of my aunts are older than Alaska. That is, if they can remember it becoming a state... That's and an interesting story. The like, Alaska what, what was... Alaska was purchased from Russia, so that was that was factual. Jeff was correct there, but he was significantly off on the asking price. But you put together all three of our heads and Google, and we are the smartest motherfuckers on the internet. Seven point Does... two million. Wow. Does William Seward have anything to do with this? Yes, he negotiated the Alaska Purchase when <laughs> I knew he was it. the United States Secretary of State. That's right. All right. All right, cool. See, we might kill you know, some of your brain cells with our fart jokes, but then we bring you back with, uh, you know, hard-hitting Alaska trivia. history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, I'm proud of us. I'm very proud of us. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very happy how that all... When, so you think <laughs> they called poison control more so? Though that's that's or you're just wondering, Shuddy. I was just wondering. I because like Kevin said, it's a very isolated kind of area. You know, most communities in Alaska are very isolated. So how many people there have never had marijuana? A dispensary popped up in their little town got an edible and called. I, I would think their per capita of marijuana user to calling poison control for an, a pot overdose is probably higher than the national average. That's interesting. I'm willing to I would just, I would go ahead, guess. Go ahead. You Cause I don't think, yourself. I mean, you can probably bet that a lot of those phone calls didn't come from people in California. That's what I actually was going to say was probably California. Cause they're the, I don't know. I feel like we have the most dum dums in the state. Well, well, that's true, but you minus also, Florida, is, of course. I mean, a lot easier to get medical marijuana cards there than anywhere else. We do also have forty million people, so even though there's you know a high concentration of some probably gangster level stoners, there's probably a decent amount of of people that would call the ER from getting too stoned. Well, in fairness, Shuddy did caveat his statement with 
per capita, I thought, right? I heard yeah. per capita, right? Yeah, per capita of weed right. smokers. Their percentage is higher than the national average. I'm sure you guys have been around somebody who's never done a dab before. There's a party going on, and they get like caught up in the hype of everybody cheering them on. Like, yeah, do a dab. Come on. Try one out. Try one out. And then they get way too... Oh, that happened to you, didn't it, Shuddy? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> we're all staring at someone right now that descri- you're describing exactly. I mean, it kind of happened got- to me. Fonzo got me to do one uh, after we were partying on Hollywood Boulevard one night, and I ended up passing out wrapped around your toilet. Oh, because you were drinking, party. too. Yeah, but yeah. it rocked me. Fonzo got me, too, because... I think it was 4:20 one year, and I drove down to his apartment. He had like a whole bunch of people over, and we were smoking. And the dab rig came out, and I was like, "All right, I guess I'll do a dab." And I pretty much just got my usual too high self. I kind of just curled up on the couch and was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna ride this out, but I don't feel like talking to anybody right now." So I was just like the quiet, weird guy off in the corner. But it was also with a group of Ellis people. We were partying, I think, in San Diego. And some guy had never done a dab before, and he got peer pressured into it, and he did a dab, and the second he exhaled, he just sat down. And you could tell in his face he was, like, (laughs) uncomfortable, and he was sort of, like, rubbing his thighs and, like, rocking a little bit, and then he just froze, (laughs) and he was just staring. And someone came over and checked on him, like, are you all right? He's like, I'm good, I'm good. (laughs) just frozen and he's like can i get you he's like i'm good i'm good he just was laser focused staring straight ahead didn't want anybody talking to him just i'm i'm like hanging by a thread here if anybody talks to me i'm off the deep end like just leave me alone vomiting all over the place (laughs) he's probably just figuring out his entire life and his inner monologue Cause I've been, I've done dabs before where they're too big, and as I'm exhaling, I feel my soul go out with it. I'm like, oh no. See, I don't have like crazy dab experiences or stories. I just my favorite part about the dab, or the most interesting for me, is just like how like I feel it in my hair. I feel, like I feel being high. Like my my scalp is not like burning that sounds dramatic but it's like a little almost like touchy a little like raw i don't know it's funny what it just get you like your scalp gets sensitive yeah a little bit or your it actual feels like my, all hair. my hair it's like I, it feels like i don't know if i'm saying this right or if i'm using the express <laughs> feels like i'm going like saiyan mode like super saiyan like my hair just going nuts Oh, like you were at the Liberty Science Center and you put your hand on one of those big yeah, balls. Yeah, like you stuck your finger in an yeah. electric socket. Yeah, yeah. And your yeah, hair's yeah. standing on end. Yeah, that's how it feels. I know it's not, I'm not doing that, but that's like the most, I don't know, that's like the most interesting like takeaway that I have away from dabbing. I, mean, I wish had- I knew more about Dragon Ball Z so I could make Jeff saying Dragon Ball Z things. I don't Oh, I'm throwing a Hadouken. That's not fucking... <laughs> That's not Dragon yeah, Ball Z. That's Street Fighter, I think. Yeah, I don't know shit about Dragon Ball Z myself, but whatever. The point is that I don't have a lot to add to the dab conversation. I feel like I've only had a dab, like, I would say it's been less than 20 times. I which... have enjoyed doing them. 
I've got it down to where I know the size dab I can handle and not be completely destroyed. But I'm also not 100% positive that I'm doing them correctly. So there's also that, that maybe I mean, I'm not. You inhale smoke and then blow it out. Sounds like you. Yeah, but it, I might not be, it might not be hot enough. So I might not be inhaling all of the. Uh, I, this You're supposed to shove this end up your ass, right? That's how that goes. Not, not, not funny at all, Kevin. You know what? All right, fine. You're being mean to Shuddy. He doesn't deserve that. Thank you, Jeff. He's just trying to add and extend our dab conversation. Here you are, just shitting just all over, bearing my soul. I mean, let's That'll let's be, be honest, Jeff. At some point, he's going to make a joke about me fucking my mom in this episode. <laughs> Might as well hit I him can't first. Wait. That's what I show up every week for. <laughs> <laughs> what happens to you, like, aside from turning into a Dragon Ball Z character? That's like feeling it in your hair. But do you ever get like panicky when you're too high, Jeff? Not really. If I, I I understand what you mean about like not the panic attacks, but sometimes getting in your own head and thinking about shit and like focusing on shit that you probably shouldn't, right? Yeah. Like, you know, whatever responsibilities, like shitty stories from your past. I don't know. Things that you're hard on your luck about or you're down on your luck about. Um Maybe, again, I don't have that many dab experiences, but, like, if I'm high and it's gone a little wrong, that's kind of what happens, essentially, is I'm just in my own head. But I don't, like, ever outwardly project in, like, un, uh, discomfort. I almost said uncomfortability. Discomfort. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, like, kind of just, like, hold it all in. I actually ran into this very situation within the past week. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, I got some really good flour and smoked half a bag, and it it destroyed me. And accidentally filled up a whole bag and smoked that about an hour and a half later, and it sent me into like I was like starting to feel nauseous and too high. And then that's when I ate the peppercorns and it calmed it down a lot. I, I don't understand the math on why it worked, but eating four peppercorns sucked balls, but it calmed it down. Wait, they taste bad? Like you just chew on them? And yeah. I mean, it's eating four. No, yeah. You're eating four just full on peppercorns. But they're little pellets, right? Yeah. But they, you're. They pack I mean, a punch. Yeah, they do pack a punch when you eat four of them at once. So do you keep them with you at all times in like a little tic-tac jar? No, I mean, the kitchen's not that far away. If I needed to go get them right now, I could have them within 15 seconds. But I was sitting out on the front porch reading comics, and I was like, ooh, this is getting real difficult. (laughs) I have to get a word to Sharon to hide your peppercorns. Well, she got a random text from me one day when she was at the grocery store that just said, can you please pick up peppercorns with zero explanation? She was hoping that you're going to make some sort of dinner or use it in a recipe. Instead, you just, <laughs> just find it. Just until, in case I get too high. Fonzo told me that that helps, so I wanted to have them ready. Maybe. Because those could... gummy worms were... 
really pack a punch. What about this, Shuddy? Get medicated chocolate and you dunk peppercorns in them. So you get ahead of things. But I don't, I think it's just something with the (laughs) chemical processes in your brain when you eat it that it helps calm you down versus having it the actual pepper in your system. I think it, it shocks you. It's like a jolt of adrenaline. You know how sometimes when you're too fucked up and then like you're real high and you're stoned and you get pulled over or something like you hear cop sirens and you have that moment of panic and adrenaline and then you feel much more level headed. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's that same kind of thing where you're chomping on this, these four spicy things and it just jolts your, your brain into shaking off the fog. Like it, some other chemical that your brain releases from that chills you out. I don't think it's the actual having the pepper in your system. I, I don't know any of this for fact, so I could just be completely talking out of my ass. Somebody who knows more than me could probably is can probably call and leave a voicemail explanation. This sounds like my logic to smoking a bowl and drinking a cup of coffee. It's like kind of counterbalances each other. I'm very chilling and I'm focused and wired. But Hipster speedball. Yeah, as I would say in love. So that's kind of the same type of thinking. Medicated chocolate with peppercorn. Yeah, just sprinkle but some I pepper. think it's an instant when you eat the pepper. I don't think it's as it gets di- right. digested. So eating it before you're high may not do anything. It's just going to ruin the chocolate. Yeah. All right, well, Fair enough. I'm trying. Thinking out loud. Yeah, we're spitballing here. This is a great opening part of the uh, episode. I'm I'm happy with this. I think we're going to get a Webby. <laughs> yeah, I can smell I, it. Our Alaskan content was just top notch. Yeah, we're it's like... Good stuff uh, in Alaska. We're veering off into the, the, the lane of one of those educational podcasts. Well, we really need to fix that. I can't believe... Have you believe- shit your pants recently? Mm. No, I didn't. <laughs> I've actually been good. The fact that you had to even think about that. I'm going to get one of those dry erase boards behind me and been like, it's been seven days since I last shit my pants. <laughs> and just tick it up every day. Um, I did uh, get a nice little slice of regular life back this weekend. I went to a movie. Went and I did yoga. Actually, that sounds like I went to a yoga class. I didn't, but I did yoga and then went to a museum. Where but did you do yoga? At my girlfriend's place, and did she you get was her the, into DDP yoga. Being sort of normal. It was just a weekend of activities. I guess. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So I've kind of been getting her into some of the things I'm into. You know, I got her to read some comics, which she always dunks on me about. And I was like, you know what? I guarantee you I could find a comic you would like. And she's like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And she read the all six volumes of Lock and Key. And she really liked it. So she was like, okay, well, how about this? I want to 
do a one-on-one yoga class with you where she teaches me and ha- like she runs the, the whole show. Is she a yoga instructor? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that, that doesn't wow. make it sound as weird. Like she did Kevin, it part-time. I'm happy for you. Pre-pandemic, she was doing it. Um, and, you know, I'm sitting over here thinking that I'm hot shit because once in a blue moon I do DDP yoga. I'm like, I got this. So I'm like trying to be all like cute and flirty, and I'm like, hmm, am I going to get in trouble if I touch uh, the instructor's butt through her yoga pants while we're doing this? And she's like, you're a fucking idiot. So <laughs> uh, it comes time to do yoga because we have to sneak it in before the museum. And we were drinking the night before and drinking wine and stuff. And I didn't have any water at all beforehand. So I woke up and I already had like a dry mouth and I was a little parched. And then we start doing the yoga. She, she was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just keep it, you know, easy. We'll do, you know, a, a beginner class. She kicked my fucking ass. And about 20 minutes into it, I got a brutal headache. <laughs> Did you tell her that you're, you're letting her win? You should have said it like that. <laughs> hey, I'm just letting you win here. I was sweating like a maniac. Like something happened to my heel. So, like, I'm usually, <laughs> like, uh, you know, doing down dog where you get that stretch in your calves. It felt like a tendon was snapping in my heel anytime I was, like, on my tippy toes. So now I'm like, oh, my heel. Oh, my heel. Oh, I have a headache. I am just coming across, like, the biggest wuss on fucking planet Earth. Are you saying these things out loud? (laughs) And are you saying them like that? No, I didn't do my, like, um, Saul, uh, Saul Rosenberg jerky boys voice, but I did have to be like, all right, I need a glass of water. I'm, I'm getting dehydrated. I got a fucking headache. And then we're, we're going back into these poses and I'm like, (sighs) I'm like hunched over, can't catch my fucking breath, dripping sweat. And she looks at me and she can tell that like, I'm, I'm near tapping out. And she's like, you know what we just did normally we would do that all over again two more times and then go into the next routine. And I was like, what? Like, we had been going for 40 minutes or something like that. I'm like, how long How long is this beginner yoga class if we were going to repeat what we just did two times and then go into a whole new thing? And it got to a point where I was like, you know what? I think I'm good for now. It, it was... It you pussied was, out. You pussied out of your girlfriend's yoga class. I did. Man, it was embarrassing. And I'm talking shit beforehand, like, ooh, I'm going to look at the instructor's butt. And then I'm like, nope, you're going to fucking hyperventilate in a pool of your own sweat. That's what you're going to (laughs) do. Casanova. And so did you not go to the museum? Did she uninvite you to the museum? That's the most Kevin Craft way that could have gone. She really should have just showed me the door. Like, just take your yoga mat and get the fuck out of here. The, The Getty Villa. In Malibu, which is pretty dope. You're gonna have to. I I'm not. It's it's a museum. It's got a lot of famous old things in it. Is it an art museum? Is it? It was mostly antiquities. Like, uh, it was ancient Greece and ancient Iraq stuff. So, like a lot of vases. Is there there a tram? Is that the same? Is that the same uh, museum that there's a tram? No. No tram. What am I thinking of? I don't know. 
Here, I'll, but I'll she's Google a trooper. It. She still went to the museum with me, despite that pathetic display I put on. Art Museum, L.A. Tram, or Tram. <laughs> yeah, that one. The Getty. One letter. There's two Gettys, I think, in L.A. Okay, fair enough. Museum of Mo- Contemporary Art, I think. Getty Tram. Whatever. All right. The thing that I'm interested about in your relationship is have you farted in front of this girl yet? He won't. Nope. I'm not, not going to learn her of. name or even... I will definitely not refer to her by her name until you fart in front of her. I think she'll be chill with that. <laughs> oh, it's not about her how she feels, all right? <laughs> I don't know, Jeff. You're You're trying to get back in the gym routine, right? You're trying to get life back yeah, and get I went back on twice the dating last apps week. and shit. Two times in one week. Yeah, I was gonna go today, but my schedule was a little off. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get back into the thick of things, into the gym. Fired up a Tinder, can't uh, Tinder account profile. Excuse me. It was, Any hits? No, it was, actually Tinder was worse than how I remember it. It was just <laughs> absolutely terrible. Pretty sure I went over the last like 12 hours or however long I've been on there. Dude, I'm telling you, like, it's been a while since I've been on Tinder. Uh, you know, I, I had a little bit of success early on. And then when I was single again, I went on there for a little bit. And it was, it almost seemed to be taken over by, by bots and fake accounts and stuff. Yeah. Like they all seemed Maybe like right. social media influencers or some shit. And like I know it's LA and you're gonna run into girls like that, but they can't all not every fucking profile on Tinder is the same damn thing. What? Yeah, it's a bummer, but I don't know. I'm going through it pretty fast. I have a bunch of like buzzwords or, or, or red flags, like if I see vegan, if I see cats, if I see Disney, if I see country music, I'm just out. I just immediately swipe left on those accounts. So Jeff is only looking for an LA 10 that watches 12 hours of sports every Sunday. (laughs) Yeah. There's the, I need to, I need to see some sports teams in there. I need to see a beer emoji. Um, damn, you might uh, want to just invest in, um, a sex doll. It sounds like grinders. Your better bet. Only, only fans. I'm just going to up my only fan subscription. Yeah. Just I'm subscribe to a bunch of dates. Just subscribe to a bunch of only fans accounts. Buy um, a real doll. I'm going to, I'm at, I think this, tw- I almost said Twitter Tinder rejection is going to help me shoot my shot in real life. I mean, if I just get no all the time on Tinder, what's the worst? Like, why is it so bad in person? That's how I feel now. So I'm going to try at the grocery store next time. Next time I get, well, actually the whole mask thing is still weird. Soon How there's going to be no mask. How do you think you're going to do it at the grocery store? Oh, excuse me, ma'am. Do you know where the extra large condoms are? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I got to, it's always uh, by ear, right? Hollering at a girl in public. I don't know. Unless you're at a bar and you have like a specific go-to line or pickup line, which I do not. You don't have a go-to grocery store line? No, of course hey, what's not. Your, what's your favorite M&M? 
I really haven't talked to anyone besides you guys and my brothers in like the past year. So I'm telling you, no. dude, Tinder, Tinder's fucked. Don't use Tinder. Sign up for one of the other ones. What's that one you have to be invited to? How do we get him an invite? <laughs> I mean, that's the clubhouse app, isn't it? Is you are, one? you are verified on Twitter. Maybe they'll let you in that celeb. It's the celebrity one, right? Shuddy. Yeah. What's it called? I think it's called Raya. That's it. Yep. Hey, what's up? Me, your homie, Jeff Clark. I'm verified. No, wait. Can you, with a verified Twitter account, is there any chance you can get on there? I'm uh, looking. I think Imagine it's a little I bit ma- better than I that. match with like... Guidelines and values. <laughs> Value. Here we hey, go. I got, wow. a, I got a date with Anna Kendrick tonight. If you were hosting an intimate dinner party with ten people around a table and wanted to create a memorable evening full of interesting, lively, and respectful conversation, who would you invite? Would the understand would the other attendees understand why everyone else was chosen to be a part of the, this special occasion? What the fuck? What a pretentious mm-hmm. intro. I think if I was invited to a dinner with 10 people, those people would be excited to see me actually. So by those qualifications, I belong on that dating app. It's going to be a long road back. I'm saying who wants to pull my finger. What Raya is not preface every admitted application at time of consideration was believed to fit within the community guidelines and values. Uh, These are absolutes with respect to considering an application and continued engagement with the communities. Applicants must not be under 18 years of age. Raya is exclusively for adults, and we very often ID applicants to ensure this. Have any depiction of hate, racism, bullying, bullying, bigotry, or any other public or otherwise known display of disrespect or violence towards anyone else. Okay, yeah. Once you finish reading that, that's not great for my application. Uh, and then the third is have consist- consistent displays of excessive shows of wealth. How much or little money someone has isn't the currency in Raya. Rather, how someone spends their time, who they surround themselves with, and their intentions for how to engage and strengthen the community are the things Raya values. Oh, that's such bullshit. Yeah, the people you surround yourselves with. Do you surround yourself with Brad Pitt? No, you are disqualified. We're talking about values, like black. I I believe Black Lives Matter. Is that what they mean? It's the first day of uh, LGBTQ plus Pride Month. That's like I knew the, that. The first I, part I, of the the process for Raya is fill in the blank. Blank lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> Choose wisely. <laughs> uh, no. The dating app is going to be a grind. I haven't even... Yeah, like like I said, I haven't even... Ma- I think I matched with one person on Bubble. They didn't hit me up yet. I haven't matched with anyone on Tinder. So, Dude, go for Hinge. Oh, yeah. I dated a girl from Hinge once. Well, I went on one date with a girl <laughs> from Hinge when I was single. That's what I meant. That's how I meant to say it. <laughs> Yeah, it felt like there was more going on there, and that was like a better, I guess, dating pool. But Could always try I honestly, I actually, did you say minge? I did. <laughs> I, uh, I more or less was just going on Tinder 
to like see what it looked like, right? Like, like what are, has there been any updates to like their app or how they do things? Like, am I going to see old girls that I've like recognized, which I actually did. I, <laughs> I did recognize a, a, a couple girls, one of which I dated before. So did you I date her or go on a date with her? Went on a date with her, but we made out and fooled around a little bit in her car. So she figured my butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. She should match a, again. Hey, remember that time you fingered my butt in the back of the car? Remember that time you checked my prostate? How fucking <laughs> hot was that? Let's do that again. <laughs> That's so true, though, because like, you know, in my intermittent spats on dating apps, like, you know, I was in a relationship for about two years and once I was single again and ready to, to, to try dating, I went back on there and you're swiping through and it's like, holy shit, it's the same fucking girls from two years ago. Yeah. And you get like notifications from, I got hit, I, like, cause you know, I think on Bumble, you know, once you're gone for a while, they just delete all your shit. So you have to sign back up again. I made a profile again, was swiping through and a girl that I had been on a date with and it didn't really, you know, amount to anything, fucking matched me again. It's like, damn. Like, we already went on a date. Don't you remember? Like, it sucked. So does that mean that there's there's an outside chance that these girls also, like, swipe while they're shitting and don't even read the profiles? Because I mean, that's pretty much... that's. I mean, I've matched or I've... Uh, swiped right on girls I've dated before. Neither one of us were into it. And I just did it because it was quick. Like, I just saw her face and was like, oh, I would do that. Yeah. Yeah, I would fuck. I would hook up with that girl. <laughs> and then you're you know like, what oh, I mean? fuck, so I guess wait, now I know where she looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. I don't know, man. It's, it's going to be a rough go. It's a jungle I'm not going to have any news for a long time probably but i'm more excited about getting out there just because the gym's opening back up hopefully we have no restrictions come the middle of next month a couple weeks from now things are looking up here in california you're out there doing date things you're being less of a bitch about covid so that's nice i um i did go see a movie as i mentioned i saw mm-hmm. quite i'm gonna place go see too. it this week too what? I'm going to go see it this week, too. I watched the first one last night, so my oh. brothers talked me into watching the first one because we're going to go check it out this week. What did you think? I <laughs> thought it was pretty good. I, I did. I thought it was pretty good. It was very original. That was cool. Uh, the whole you know, alien shit was fucking creepy and scary and pretty well done. Right? I didn't know, really, because the trailers that I saw did a good job of keeping, like, I guess the danger or the monster, like somewhat hidden or um, unknown. But like when you saw the, the alien or the monsters, like it was fucking freaky. That was creepy. I mean, you know, Emily Blunt, super hot. She's awesome. John Krasinski is pretty good. It's always weird seeing him as not Jim from the office, but he is a good actor. Like he's, and he's, like he looks the part. He looks like a movie star. You know, he's a handsome dude, but he just. And, and initially, I always think, "Oh, fucking Jim from The Office." So keeping things vague, 
for anybody who's interested in watching the first one and then going to see the second one. Was anything about the movie spoiled for you going into it? No. Okay. No. I hated it. Did you not chew enough peppercorns going into it? I it was I thought it was so boring. Really? And they were terrible parents. That was that was my take on it. I thought they were pretty good parents given the circum the yeah. circumstances. Most of the world is dead and they kept their kids alive. Well, did they though? Right. Did they though? Longer than most people. Oh, spoiler. Well, it happens within the first 5 minutes of the fucking movie. Right. You tell a kid no and you leave the toy and the batteries right in front of him and walk away. What do you think is going to fucking happen, you fucking idiot? Oh, shit, he's pissed. Well, they needed to raise the stakes of the whole thing, and that's what I said as I was watching the movie. Because, like, as, like, we're going through the credits and, and we're watching, like, the first few minutes, I was like, is this, like, are we going to sit here in silence for the next, like, hour, and then later we're going to see a monster and really know what we're dealing with, or is this going to get creepy fast? My brother was like, no, it's it gets good fast. And then the scene that you're alluding to happens, and I, like, pepped up a little bit i was like oh all right cool <laughs> nice <Got> a, <laughs> aliens caught an early body <laughs> nice no i but like uh i don't know i thought i thought the first one was dope um oh how many so how many dicks would you give the first quiet place uh, it's tough because i don't think i'll ever watch it again but i am gonna go see the sequel I want to say anywhere from three, seven, five to four. I enjoyed it. I'll go four. I'll go an even four because I really I liked it. I had been up since like five a.m. I've been drinking and smoking and gambling the whole day, and I stayed awake for the whole movie. So that says a lot. And the movie was quiet place, where they were quiet throughout the whole movie. It was. I was a very heavy underdog to make it through that movie, and I made <laughs> it through. <laughs> Yeah, the second one was was dope. They do better like, or worse than the first, you think? I'd say it's on par. I mean, okay, so it starts with a flashback. They do a day one flashback of like the when the aliens first come to Earth, which I thought was sick. Was there any of that in the first one? There wasn't, right? I don't think so. I think it just starts with like, you know, everybody just earth's population being decimated right because i want that's interesting i want 15 minutes of where just the aliens are just murking earth dude you get it and it's awesome <laughs> oh, nice. it's awesome nice going starship troopers and shit <laughs> i love apocalyptic movies but the best part is always at the beginning when things are first turning to shit like it's my favorite part of zombie movies i don't know that's that's, like, that's like, honestly that's the most exciting the, part Bird Box, if you remember that movie Bird Box, I feel like they did that so well. Yep. That I kind of like they, I thought that whole movie was good, but yeah, it was too. definitely like just super strong up front and it kind of carried it. Yeah. And that's, that's how I felt about Quiet Place. Like it wasn't that strong up front, but like that first scene that Shuddy's alluding to, I guess spoilers, even though it's not that big of a spoiler, like immediately raised the stakes of the situation. I'm like, fuck yeah. So, if they kind of open up or in the early scenes of Quiet Place 2 and they're showing how these aliens came and asserted their dominance, that, 
that's that probably could have been done really cool. Yeah, and they did it. It was rad. I loved how they did it. And then once the flashback ends, it's right there, like twenty seconds after the first movie ended. So it just immediately picks back up. And I feel like they did a really good job of just keeping constant tension and unease. And there was good jump scares. There was a good premise. Like they're trying to find, you know, other survivors. They add in this element of like there's a faction of people that have survived that are, you know, all like fucked up and twisted. They get a little walking deady where some now like it's not just you versus the aliens. Now there's a faction of these fucked up survivors that you have to worry about too. Uh, but I don't know the Cillian Murphy new character. He was awesome in it. I thought, I thought it was great. I thought it fucking kicked ass. Does he try to mow John Krasinski's lawn? <laughs> uh, no, he does everyone. I, I mean, everyone's got to try to shoot their shot with Emily Blunt in the post-apocalyptic world, right? Yeah, it's like, hey, it's either me or one of those fucking blind spider monsters out there. I mean, I can't be worse than a spider monster, right? You don't, you're not going to be with me? Let me scream and chase you. We'll see how that works. (laughs) Look, I know you were Mary Poppins, but look, what are your, what are your options? (laughs) Yeah, you're going to be flicking your bean for the rest of your life. There's dead guys, spider monsters, your choice or me. Yeah, sure. I'm a little chubby. What can I say? Really? I hit a fucking boon on the canned good market. Let me tell you. I don't know what to tell you. LA Fitness is closed. <laughs> yeah, all I'm doing is ordering Postmates. So I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it it does feel like a middle movie, though. So it well, it seems like when it ends, you are like, wait, what? So I, I get the impression John Krasinski's trying to make a trilogy out of it. Well, he doesn't have enough money from the office, so we're selling Hopefully. his good news thing. Oh yeah, he's got a popular podcast, right? He's Doesn't one he? of our competitors. Dude, everybody is. It was a YouTube show at the start of the pandemic that he did that was just good news. I feel like once if if more Hollywood and TV projects ramp up production all these celebrities that are doing podcasts are going to get all busy again. And then you motherfuckers are going to have no choice. You got to come back to us. Yeah. We're going to pick up all, pick up all their leftovers. Yep. Don't worry. We, we've been warming up these poop jokes while you've been gone. We still got them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just come hit our stride, but I'll give quiet place to 4.25 dicks. What would you give the first one? I don't remember what I gave it, but I feel like they were just about equal, so I'll say 4.25 dicks as well. Did you watch the first one before your yoga class or like the night before? Oh, wait, no, 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 no. I'm thinking yoga class was then the museum. Did you watch uh, Quiet Place before seeing Quiet Place 2? I did not give myself a refresher. I saw it in theaters, and that was the only time I saw it. Gotcha. But I remember loving did it. You- it was like it's, it's a good, tense horror movie. Same with Rent Rant. She watched it in the theater. Or, well, you didn't watch it with her, so she no, caught it I, beforehand, right? She saw the first one? I believe she saw the first one in the theater, yeah. Okay. And she liked this well, one. Nice. It was it was kind of a bummer to have to see it in an AMC, though. 
Well, mm. Oh, because the she arc light no it. longer exists. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Do you think there's any chance of the arc light reopening? I mean, somebody's got to do something with the dome. They can't just abandon the dome. Didn't Tarantino have something to do with the arc light? Well, I know he grew up loving the arc light and the Cinerama dome, but I know he was bummed out that the arc light booted him out of the dome for a Star Wars movie. Yeah, for uh, the last one. I mean, I did see... Oh, I, I think it was the premiere. Because I did see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in the Dome. Might be one of the last movies I saw in the Dome. We all, I saw that with you, right? We saw that together. In the Dome? They had, yeah, they had the car, right? But, Outside of the Dome. I thought like they had... Uh... I mean, Man, I saw it twice at the sense. Arclight. So I might have seen it the first time with you. The second I time... I swore we went. The second time was at the Dome. And... The part when Brad Pitt's on the roof fixing the satellite dish and he takes his shirt off, a row of like 20-something women behind me went, oh, and orgasmed. So if you yeah, don't remember, remember that, that, you okay. All right, maybe you were there for it. Yeah, either way. But they had like, the, the theater they were showing Quiet Place in was right by the lobby, and they never came and shut the fucking door. So we just heard people like laughing and joking around outside the theater when it was supposed to be all quiet. And eventually somebody got up and went and walked over and shut the door. But I was like, yeah, that's, that's some true AMC, AMC shit right there. Nobody gives a flying fuck about the movie going experience. You got to come down to my AMC. I, I feel like it's not as bad as the experiences you're having. I mean, I had to, I had to bite the bullet and commit. I had my, my arc light loyalty, uh, card, but now that they're history, I had to sign up for AMC's and get their their A list thing where you get three movies for free per week. Really? How much is it a month for that? Twenty bucks. Yeah, I think out here in LA it's twenty three. That sounds about right. Twenty two ninety nine. So wait, twenty three dollars and you you what does that equal? What does that come with? That's well, like. It's three movies a week for a month. So 12 movies. Okay. You All get, right. you earn discounts at concession. There's a special line for concession stand where you get. Yeah, you get to cut everybody. I, the wedgie I, line. Sharon got me a list before it had the movie thing and we would use it. Uh, and it, I felt like such an asshole when we'd go see a giant, a big movie on opening day the line would be wrapped around the thing the a-list line for the concession stand would have nobody in it i'd walk right up and i'd be the next person called yeah it's like that doesn't make you feel good though it's like tsa makes me feel like everybody in the line is staring at me cursing me because they are (laughs) yeah because that's exactly what i would be doing if i was in the other line i haven't renewed it since the pandemic started, but it is something I will be doing again. I, I miss going to the movies. There's just hasn't been anything playing that I've wanted to see. Yeah. They're just kind of getting it up and running again. Wrath of man, maybe just because it's a Statham movie. Yeah. It sucks. You didn't like quiet place. Cause quiet place Two is just an awesome movie to 
jump back into the theater experience. We watched it with the intention of it being the first movie we saw back in theaters and neither Sharon nor I even stayed awake during the movie. Oh, wait, you didn't see nobody, did you? Yes. But not in the theater? Correct. Where was that? I saw it in the theater. Wait, was it on HBO Max too? No, uh, it's on demand. So you could like pay okay. to rent it on Prime or through your cable provider or something. Oh, whatever. So wait, do you get if you were to buy tickets online, do you have like a promotional code where you, I mean you have to take you select no, two seats, so you, you buy you, one and you put in a promotional code for the other seat? No, you sign into however you do it. Like I was doing it on the AMC app. And it says so if you buy if I was buying tickets for the family, I'd buy four. And it said, would you like to use your free movie, one free movie, one of your free movies on these tickets? And then you say yes. And then only pay for three, but get four. Can you do that? If you get like a, a date or if you buy a, a movie day tickets, can you use two movies and one? No. Like you and your date? They, I did that once, and I got a very strongly worded email from AMC that if it was done again, they'd revoke my account. Whoa. That's weird. Uh, and I didn't even do it intentionally. Like, I bought tickets for almost everybody, all of the kids, and one of them that didn't want to go initially said that they wanted to go. So on the day of went to buy them tickets and it gave me the option to use my free one. So I was like, yeah, why not? If it's letting me. And then, yeah, I like 24 hours later, I got an email that said, we see that you used your free tickets for the same movie at the same time. This is a violation of terms of service. Don't do it again. Shouldn't you have been like, how about like, why didn't you motherfuckers catch this beforehand? Yeah. So this is on you, you for letting it like- happen roadblocks or I don't know, like you shouldn't be able to process the transaction if it was against their rules. Yeah. So it wasn't like I tried to game the system. It just, it let me do it, but I liked the A-list. I really did. Yeah. I was talking to Ginger and Juice about it and he was saying that every time he goes, he gets carded. So they check your ID to make sure it matches up with the name on the account. They do. Yes. And he was like, they've never once forgotten. I think he's a he's a weekly goer. So he goes once a week. Every time, without fail, they card him. It's definitely worth it, because if you even go to two movies a month, you more than pay for it. Yeah. Especially out your way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I think it counts the special theaters, too. Yeah, you can use it for IMAX. You can use it for all of that stuff. Oh, and I'm going to be such a dickhead when I do the, the A-list. TSA pre-check line like after I get my shit I'm gonna like peacock walk and just stare everybody right in the eye just slowly eat a piece of popcorn what's up do the Ric Flair walk I'm gonna go take my seat Woo! the real power move is to go in the A-list line just to ask for a cup of water and then walk away oh my god <laughs> or you just get up there and you look at the menu and you're like nah I changed my mind I don't want any of this shit and then you just turn around and walk away. <laughs> just give me 500 napkins. Can we get, yeah, let me get a let me get a ramekin of butter. I just want the butter actually. 
no popcorn. Dude, they fucking do that now. You can't get buttered popcorn. No. You have to get a ramekin. Well, at my AMC, the butter dispenser just they didn't have any butter in there. No, so you yeah, can't. you have to use the ramekin, but it, that makes sense. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't want to get scientific or political here, but it makes sense given the, you know, the times. But I'm assuming maybe June 15th, when everything's supposed to go back to normal in California, they'll just have the butter dispensers because they still, I mean, they still have them. There's no butter coming out of it. And they don't like offer it either. They'll just hand you a giant bag of dry popcorn and let you walk away before you're like, wait a second, can I get some butter? They're like, oh, you want butter? Yeah. Weird, huh? I want to put butter on my popcorn. And then they take, and then you have to be like, can I have some salt? Oh, you want salt? Yeah, believe it or not, I'm one of those weirdos that likes to put salt on their popcorn too. And then they give you a couple packets, and then you have to be like, can I please have some napkins? <laughs> and then I they guess give the you, A-list isn't that cool, huh? They give you like three fucking napkins. Have you done the, I almost pulled the trigger on this. Have you done the pouring the bag of M&Ms into a, uh, whatchamacallit, an order of popcorn? Into a bag of popcorn? Have you heard of this? I've heard of it. I did a modified version where I had Reese's Pieces and popcorn. And I poured out some Reese's Pieces in my hand and then got some popcorn and put it in there and then shoved it all in my mouth. Okay. Well, I mean, Reese's pieces is delicious so no hate here but it just sounds like classic m&ms and popcorn that's like a strategy a move a fat guy move that i really never heard of before i think uh right before the lockdown and it's something i wanted to try and i'm gonna give it a shot maybe next think, time at the movie theater maybe this week i don't think you'll be disappointed i mean is there anything what's have you guys ever cut a hole in the bottom of the popcorn and stuck your dick through it? <laughs> so, saw that in the Chappelle show. It sounds looks like a good idea. Oh, if you think popcorn tastes good, you should try fucking it. Wow, it says, I just looked up, uh, it says, A Quiet Place 2 shatters expectations with 57 million. Could well, the- I mean, that's huge considering uh, the way that they've been... Well, I'm confused. Was Emily Blunt naked in it at all? Did you guys just hear that gigantic boom? No. Did you fart? No, they're somebody's shooting off mortars because it's Memorial Day in rural Pennsylvania. Uh, You should go yell at them. Um, Corella didn't do too shabby either. 21.3 million over the weekend. This is not including today. Uh, I'm guessing you guys all watched the Friends reunion? No. Nope. Can't believe pe- people gave a fuck about that. It was like a... It was just like a talk in Friends, right? They didn't like... Yeah, they weren't they in character. Like, they weren't in character. No. Fucking stupid. I know. It's like, if I was actually a fan of that show... I know you didn't like what they did with the Parks and Rec reunion... But I thought it was funny. And what, at least they did they, on Zoom? Yeah. At least they did an episode. Like, if you got the cast of Friends back together and you don't even shoot an episode, what the fuck's the point? 
that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's not, that's not a reunion. I, I don't watch reunions, anything. I've never seen the uh, Entourage movie and I loved Entourage. I haven't seen the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion. I love Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. What are the other recent reunions that I haven't seen? I saw some of Parks and Rec. Didn't really like it. So I'm not really a reunion guy. There's a sequel to Don't Breathe coming out. Hmm, that seems unnecessary. I have no idea. So was the, the Fresh Prince thing, was that like Friends? Was it Talking Fresh Prince or did they actually shoot a new episode? I think they shot a new episode, but I could be off. I'm not. I'm no, not sure. I thought it was Talking Fresh Prince. Was it? Yeah. I thought I'm pretty they. Sure. I thought everyone was back, or I thought they did a new episode. That's so. That's like the new, becoming the new mainstream form of entertainment. Like people don't want to play video games; they'd rather watch somebody else play video games. Like we're gonna watch somebody talk about the show that I just watched. Uh, we're going to do a reunion show where we just talk to the actors. It's fucking yeah, it's weird. Like, it's like a lazy money grab. Yeah. I don't like it, but for that, I mean, I feel like most reunion shows are like lazy money grabs or just, I don't know. Like they're not that good, you know? And it almost, I mean, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was so awesome and, like, so it's such a part of my childhood that regardless of how shitty the reunion episode may or may not have been, it's not going to, like, diminish its legacy, right? But I feel like any reunion show just runs the risk of diminishing the show's legacy. Oh, it's probably going to be all woke and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Black Lives Matter bullshit and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I'm going to hate it. Dude, they've gotten to a point now where... There's a new Edgar Wright movie coming out, and they, they just released the trailer. So I went on YouTube to watch it, and I typed in, you know, Last Night in Soho, and the first results were fucking reaction videos. Like, how does the trailer not get the first result? It's like YouTube dorks watching the trailer, and then their green screen in front of it overreacting, be like, oh, no, he didn't! How How is that? That's like the... That is now the number one form of entertainment. Somebody you've never heard of reacting to the thing you want to watch. We should throw our hat into that content-making uh, world. We should do a trailer review podcast. <laughs> or not podcast, like breakout video. We should just change the show to Talking MSPH, and we just discuss what we would have done on an episode. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Like, all right, and You're really that, thinking outside the box. Right here is where I was going to make this joke about Shuddy shoving a dab rig up his ass that just straight up bombed. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was a real pussy right there. Yeah. I could talk about all the racist things I wasn't going to say, but just chose not to say. <laughs> Here's Jeff's deleted tweets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I save him in draft. <laughs> So looking at my calendar, speaking of people watching things and reacting to them. <laughs> yeah, which which we're cool with. <laughs> Given the, you know, the segue. But we're cool. Yeah, it's different. We're awesome. It's different yeah, when we're doing totally, it. Totally different. We're not pretentious. We're not douchey. We're not, 
We're not faking it. We're really, really fans of Master Chef. It just hit me that Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition is coming out this week. And we have yeah. not finalized any details on how we are going to accomplish it. Did you ever get that guy your picture so we could finish the Photoshop? I did. Okay. Uh, at least yeah. I thought I, I mean, him and I talked about it before the weekend and I don't. Cause that dude yeah. made those cool old timey photoshops of us on. Twitter. Oh, I love those. Those are fantastic. So he's going to put us all in, you know, promo art for, for master chef, but change us into all the judges. I have a preview of it. Uh, he just had to finish me and it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, the, the preview I got looks good, and I can't wait to see Shuddy Boy um, photoshopped into the fat, nerdy guy. Uh, the Three Stooges one was fucking awesome. Someone sent me, a few people sent me, like, a Photoshop version of what Crafter Jeff's thumbnail, like, their attempt at it. It's pretty good. I appreciate the feedback and all that. I'm excited to do it. And, yeah, like you said, it kind of snuck up on me. I thought about it today. I know we kicked the can down the street to make any finalized decisions this week. Uh, last week we did that, but I don't know. I didn't even really think as much about it as I probably should have. Um, and I procrastinated yet again, but we're just doing a recap show, right? We're going to yeah. watch it and then reconnect the next day, I'm assuming, right? I mean, it's all going to probably hinge on what time it hits Hulu because that's how I got to watch it. I don't know if they put it up right. on Hulu right as it airs or if it's delayed by an hour or two. I don't know, but we'll figure it out, and that's going to be up on our Patreon. That'll be a new weekly show. Or the $5 tier, I believe. Correct. Correct. Yep. And, I mean, do yourself a favor. Do us a favor, but more do yourself a favor and watch Master Chef. It's an awesome show. You're probably going to like it a lot. And I'll, I don't know. I, I think people... There are some Puminati, some Patreon subscribers that don't watch Supermarket Sweep, but they listen to Supermarket Queefs, which sounds kind of crazy to me, but um, I, I would not recommend doing that for MasterChef. You should watch it. It is a, it is a sick show. Yeah. So it's going to yeah. be a hell of a lot of fun. Dude, We're gonna, I'm going to have to come over to your house one of these days. I keep saying that, but it's, it's going to for real, for real happen. Yeah, or I know. you can come here since... I feel like what we know. You've just gotten so used to not having to make that commute anymore. Like now that yeah, it's, it's chill to do the show in person again, you're just like, oh yeah, but you know, Long Beach. Well, this would be the one week where I perhaps made that excuse. Like every other week, it's not really an excuse. Like I am working. We record in the afternoon. Like I can't. I don't have enough time to finish all my work and then drive up to you by time we record. Yeah, that's a good point. So, but yeah, I mean, we, I'm going to have to get in studio somewhat shortly, but otherwise we're just going to have a, we're just going to have to hang out, kick it and watch master chef. I'm down. Or again, you could, you could come over here if for whatever reason, Hulu's being bitches and they don't air it or they don't put it on their app until the next day, because it'll air on YouTube TV, eight o'clock Pacific standard time every, every week. So, I'm good. All right. We'll figure it out. I have faith in us. I can't wait, dude. I can't wait. I'm rooting for the black girl. <laughs> There's going to be a black girl. I don't know who the contestants are yet, but 
I'm rooting against the Southerner. There was a Southerner last. Remember that? Remember the? How many contestants make the final round? There was three, right? Yeah. There was the kid, the kid that like was in college and either dropped out to dedicate his time fully to being the master chef or he just got out of college. Then there was the probably mid thirties, the late thirties black woman who had like a family and she was just almost just, uh, just cooking at home. And then there was another dude, the Southern guy who I fucking hated. I was rooting for that guy to lose. And I think he made it to the finals. I don't know. Either way, a point that I'm trying to make is that there's always, or not always, I don't know. I haven't been watching it that long, but there's fucking interesting characters. I'm going to have a rooting interest off the bat. I'll tell you that. And I'm going to be rooting aggressively against all the people that aren't that person. I make my, my prediction every time a new season starts on the first or second episode, because it takes two episodes to pick all the contestants. I eagle eye somebody and I'm like, that's that's my guy or that's my girl. And I've been correct the last two seasons. I picked the winner on episode one. No way. Two seasons in a row, yeah. Oh man. I find <laughs> that to be impressive. I'm not I'm not confident it's gonna happen again, but I bet you my person's you gonna an, get further than your you two goofballs. You have an eye are, for we, talent. We do definitely need to at the end of the first episode pick a winner. Or For the sure. second episode, because they sometimes don't get everybody selected. But you can make your you can make your selection on the first episode. You sure as fuck can. Yep. And you have done that before, is what you're saying. Yes. Holy shit, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Because it's not like uh there's no handicap available. Like in March Madness, you know, there's seeds, you know what teams played who in the regular season. You're just like sizing a dude up or a woman <laughs> based on their like confessional and how they talk about food and their excitement and just firing. That's pretty solid, dude. Picking the the winner, even the finalists on one of the first days. Cause how many contestants isn't it? Is it, isn't it 20? I think 24, maybe. Oh, man. Yeah, start with a lot wait. of people. I can't wait. It's getting me excited. Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday, yep. eight o'clock Eastern standard time. Check it out. All right, let's wrap things up with a couple voicemails. Yay. Saw some calls come in. I saw it. Uh, let's see. Where did we leave off here? Um, I think this is it. Hey, MSPH, huge fan of the show. My brother, a.k.a. the Northern Hillbilly, introduced me to your show about two months ago. He told me to listen to episode 109 with Rude Jude. I got fucking hooked, guys. My brother and I did 2CE a few months ago, thinking it was MDMA, by far my favorite drug. Anyways, I like the show, so I started from the beginning. I'm now on episode 333. I'm roughly logging about 10 hours a day. I honestly got to say, you guys get me through my work day. My brother's on his fourth or fourth round listening to you guys. I'm surprised that pussy hasn't called in yet. He mentioned paid content and the Patreon, so once I'm caught up, I'll be paying then. I also have a would Jeff suck a dick question. Jeff, would you rather suck a dick or jerk Kevin off every week before recording the show? So it's awkward as fuck. 
forever. Anyways, uh, love you guys. Keep up the good content. Have a good one. Oh, that guy kicks ass. I can't wait till he hears this in a couple of weeks. (laughs) Ten hours a day. Holy shit. Man, I don't even like hearing myself talk ten hours a day. That's that's super flattering and pretty awesome. Thanks, buddy. And thanks to your brother for introducing you. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you can introduce a friend and just keep passing along the word. That's uh, I, If you're watching on YouTube, you saw me make the facial expression that, that I think sums up how difficult or lame that would Jeff suck a dick question was. Because he's got me. He's got me pinned here. Yeah. I don't have to suck Kevin's dick, right? No. But if you opt to jerk me off before the show, I'm going to like think like super un- unsexy thoughts and make it drag on way longer than it has to. <laughs> you're going to think about baseball? Yeah. Like two months in, you're going to have forearms like Popeye. <laughs> I have to really work for your nut. Man, that's terrible. <laughs> You might have to kiss it yeah. a little to get it to cooperate. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, you talk me into it. Give me the dick. Man, that was a good one. It's terrible. Terrible. Oh, yeah. Right when he said it, I knew I was going to blow a guy. I was like, oh, man. I don't have a choice. I'm losing this one. Oh, no. Oh, I recognize this number. We're about to get fucking torched. Here we go, guys. Gear up. These usually go well for me. Mike Hopkins doesn't hate me as much as he hates you guys. It's going to be a rough two minutes and 44 seconds. I listened to my second episode of your podcast, and let me tell you what I heard. You spent 10 minutes watching and discussing as one of you ate spicy chicken dip. Then you somehow segued into another 10 minutes about playing mini golf with one of your moms. And then you capped it off with a 20-minute discussion on He-Man action figures. Human civilization is at an absolute apex of development, and this is how you spend your time. (laughs) Just stop. Redirect your efforts. I have some thoughts. Beard guy. They call you shady boy for some stupid reason. I could hear it in your voice that you are languishing. You're ignoring your most entertaining aspect. You're the only guy I've ever seen who looks like both a white supremacist and an Islamic extremist. You need to capture those markets. On Mondays, you have your redneck radio hour where you talk about vaccine paranoia and child trafficking. Friday, you put on some Arab garb and review the latest ISIS beheading videos. Now, and I'm just thinking out loud here, here's a twist. On Wednesdays, you devote an hour to Holocaust denial, which will actually unite both groups. (laughs) While I need you to lean into your strengths, the talkative androgynous guy there, Kenny, you violate the cardinal rule of the entertainment business. You are not entertaining. It's a harsh truth, but it needs to be said. Your fastest route to wealth and happiness will require you to simply make a profit doing something you do probably for free. (laughs) Tomorrow morning, start heading out into the desert toward Barstow. When you get there, you'll find a flying J truck stop. Get to know the layout. Then... That afternoon, become a truck stop prostitute. Sell your flawed, vomitous body to truckers for $20 a go. Make someone happy for a change. Make some money, too. (laughs) Just because you look and sound like Alan DeGeneres does not make you Alan DeGeneres. Now, the last one. 
the one who sounds like a slow adult Korean cartoon. Your name is Jeff. And Jeff, I need to tell you something. I need you to listen to me. You are the most talented, compelling individual I've ever experienced. Every second you spend with Shady and Kenny is a wasted moment. You ignore your target demographic, and it's the one group that you're probably most successful with in every aspect of your life. Sexually active women ages 18 to 24. Lean into it. Focus on them. Teach them. Guide them. No more He-Man discussions and chicken dip. I'll be in touch. Man. How the fuck did he get out of that so scot-free? It's, it's scot-free. I'm, I'm a fucking alpha. He made me sound like Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, you went from head injury Yoda guy to a pussy slayer. Are you? Did you like somehow reach out to this guy and pay him off? Like, you just keep roasting these other two pussies, but can you make me look cool? I don't know what law firm this guy represents. My my Hopkins. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I won this uh, Mike Hopkins roulette, but yeah, dude, the funniest shit was him calling you Kenny. That's like an old Italian thing to call someone by the wrong name just out of disrespect. <laughs> like, it's such so disrespectful. I loved it. <laughs> Kenny. I mean, he called Shuddy Boy Shady Shady Boy. Yeah, yeah that's not as funny as Kenny. That was fucking that. Because Shuddy is a nickname. It's not his name anyway so fucking that up is he, i mean she called you the wrong first name the point is the only person whose name he got right you. was yours yeah i know hey, he likes very, you. I, yeah hey, i don't i don't know how, i don't know how that would be i did nothing he's a sleeper I, agent for jeff i done nothing extraordinary to curry this guy's love or favor but he just maybe he just recognizes what i've recognized it for years Oh, no way. That alpha doesn't need me to suck his dick. He's got plenty of bitches on him. <laughs> he's, he's a partner at a law firm and an Amazon uh, entertainment executive. Yeah. Well, shit. I look forward to his next scorching. I I look forward to Shuddy's radio shows. <laughs> those were those were great ideas. Was, yeah, those are coming dude, to the Patreon next month. Because if you do catch Shuddy in a weird in a light, he does. It's one part hillbilly, the other part is that could be a terrorist beard. And I like how he put that. <laughs> I know I had to cancel my barber appointment for because uh, I got stuck at work. You had to go to a terrorist meeting. So my beard has not been given the attention it very much needs. It's really gray right over here on one of these sides. It's really gray. Yeah, well, it's getting us, Shuddy. It is. It's coming for Jeff right after us. All right, here's another voicemail. Yeah. My hair is complete shit, dude. Hey, guys, so. just uh, wanted to call back. Um, I left a voicemail there the other night and realized I didn't introduce, my, uh, introduce myself. I'm Colton from Calgary, Alberta. And I actually got extremely nervous as soon as I heard the beep. I just went completely blank. And I actually wrote notes down on a piece of paper, but I couldn't even read them, apparently. But I got to episode 338 today, and you guys were actually talking about voicemails and how you guys get nervous, too. And as soon as you hear that beep, you just don't know what to say. So I thought that was actually pretty funny, but just wanted to let you know that my voicemail was probably shitty before. 
Um, I don't know if you guys still do Dr. Steve or not, but I actually got a question for him. Um, so I've been doing this cleanse for about two weeks now and eating nothing but salad and uh, 100 grams of either beef or chicken. And today I took a shit and there was corn in the fucking bowl. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, have a good one, guys. Bye. Well, first off, your your voicemail um, was not nervous. It sounded awesome. You had a great with Jeff suck a dick. So, shout out to you. No no reason to to stress out. Um, we we did. I would try have to... never guessed he was from Calgary, Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we tried to get Doctor Steve on again. Um, I don't know if he's if he's into it anymore. He said, until we get rid of Jeff, he's not coming back. Yeah. So. So we either oh, get Dr. Steve there or... There it is, Cole, and it's me or Dr. Steve. Yeah, we get the lawyer caller or Dr. Steve. Um, but I don't know. If he ever does come on, I'll ask him. But it sounds like if you're doing like a weird cleanse thing and corn shot out of your ass, there's probably corn hiding in like one of your stomach folds for a very long time, and the cleanse blew it out. So it's like vintage butt corn, sounds like to me. Vintage butt corn. Clear butt goo. <laughs> oh, man, it's it's a bummer. Uh, Dr. Steve big-timed us. Big meaty erection. Come back, Dr. Steve. Yeah. We miss you. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, oh, another Canadian. Look at this. Hey, man, time to party hour. Uh, Dustin from... Canada. Anyway, I was listening to a back episode, Christmas Taint, 432, I believe, and Kevin called Pandemic. Not really, but he talked about his family getting sick and then saying the state of the world would be a pretty bad place if there was a pandemic. So he kind of foreshadowed the pandemic. Are you guys in on something? Anyway, I uh, love the show. Uh, F you, Dookie Boy the Cocksucker. Well, I mean, yeah, we are in on something. That's why we're called the Puminati. We are on the inside track. We're just the one that nobody pays attention to. Everybody's all distracted, up in arms about the Illuminati. We sneak right in there. I believe that was when we first talked about it, when it was happening in China, and I believe you called it the Wuhu virus. And we were cracking jokes about it. And I then... think that was more on the Patreon show. Oh. I don't know, man. It was in January, right? I thought it was on the main episode. Well, he said... called it the Woohoo virus. Episode 432. And we did... Wait, what did he say at the end of that voicemail? I think he said, F you, Dookie Boy the Cocksucker. He did say that, right? Yeah. He took a shot at me. Yeah. Oh, man. So 432 would be... Almost two years ago. Right? Let's see. Because I feel like it's been a very long time since we took a week off. Hey, I don't know. Could have been. Could have been. But yeah, that's why we're the Puminati, homie. We know what's going on here. Well, yeah, we call things here or there. We know things. Mm. Yeah. I.e. our Alaska discussion. Yeah, William Seward all up in this bitch. Had that. (laughs) 
And Kevin was kind of close to when Alaska became a state. He almost nailed that. Yep. All right. Here is. 432 was called Uncut Jeffs. And that was November 12th, 2019. But that's not the one he said he was listening to. No, he said Christmas Taint. Which was 438, which was New Year's Eve, 2019. Oh, so it probably was. Oh, shit. We called it in 2019. Yeah. Because you were, it was just coming up, and we were talking about how it's probably just like the bird flu and the swine flu, and it's not going to have anything. And then we're talking how shitty it would be if there was a pandemic, (laughs) cracking jokes. And then, yep. Three months later. Oops. Fuck us, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. Here's another human. I mean, it wasn't the worst take we, one of us had at the start of all of this. So fair enough. I missed some shots because right. you're referring to here. Um on episode five fifty one, newest one just came out as of me recording this. You guys were discussing how um a a champagne bottle wouldn't be a good mouthpiece for a bong and everyone was getting on Kevin because he was saying that bigger is better. I can fully vouch for Kevin because the the width and diameter of the part of the glass touching your mouth increases how wide you can open your mouth and therefore how much smoke you can intake. So um, get your shit right, shuddy. And yeah, um, Jeff, you're a pussy. And yeah. All right. Wait, was that? Was that Lee Cole? Is that who that was? I don't think so. I think Lee Cole went off the full Infowars deep end and doesn't like us anymore. Is that Infowars? Well, I love Alex Jones. (laughs) Well, maybe he just listens to Fade the Media now then. We can be friends. (laughs) All right, fair enough. Uh, I mean, yeah, what, excuse me, what he's saying makes sense. And what you said makes sense. The bigger, the bigger, the opening, the more smoke you can intake. Yeah. I don't know. Seems like simple math to me. I mean, that's what we specialize in here at Mad Scientist Party, our simple math. Yeah. Simple. Really, oh, grams and quarters, baby. Leaning into the simple angle hard. All right, I think we got time for one more. And it looks like that dude called back. Hey, Goomer calling in again. Is his name Goomer? Or Goomer. Gomer. Gomer? You have the fucking. Hey. Here, rewind yeah. it. Yeah, Google Translate says Boomer. Goomer calling in again about 11.50 and I just wanted to dedicate this chalk to Whamper. No, this is not no poop. This is a chop. Chop? He's got to be a Canadian He's definitely guy, right? smoking some sort of marijuana thing. Is he doing a, a bong rip out of a champagne? <laughs> <laughs> 
Out of the toilet, maybe? He called the first one a chuck and then referred to it as a chop. Are those like Canadian weed smoking terms? Shit, dude, I don't know. Is he from Canada? Yes. My spirit animal. Puminati out. There you go. He says you're a spirit animal. All right, Goomer. We can be homies. Yeah, shout out to you. I'm doing well in the voicemails. I like this. (laughs) There's a one fuck you dookie boy cocksucker, but other than that, it's been pretty chill for me. Yeah, those are to be expected. They're going to sneak through every now and then. (laughs) Overall, good day for Jeff. It's a good day to be Jeff. I'm winning. It always (laughs) is. I mean, not on Tinder. It was a struggle this whole weekend. Nothing came out of it. But other than that, like uh, like our dear ver- friend Mike Hopkins said, I just gotta. Apparently, I gotta lower the age range to eight to twenty four. I actually had it from twenty five to eight like to twenty four. Huh? Eighteen. What did I say? You said eight to twenty four. I I one hundred percent take that back. I meant eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> I want that redacted. I did not mean eight. I meant eighteen. <laughs> What's the lowest that goes on on Tinder? Right, it, it is eighteen, right? It should be. I let's hope so, right? That, but you, I that feel like, like you're going to run when you do anything, probably under a certain age, you're likely to get underagers pretending to be. It's true. Yeah, and then you, we don't want them. You instantly get put on a fucking uh, uh, government watch list. Yeah, you have to ID them all. This guy Excuse dropped me. his his Tinder age range below seventeen. Get him. Oh yeah, they. I can see them. As soon as you submit, Chris Hansen shows up at your door. Honestly, that's that's not that far far out of the realm of possibility, right? Them tricking people like that or trying to, like, yeah, I'll I'll, this. I will get these scumbags. We'll give them a setting they can willingly check off, and we'll just we'll just show up. It'll be perfect. No, no, no. I meant eight. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't think. Oh, man. Oh, fuck you, G-Man. I'm making a run there. for it. Bad slip up. I'm sorry, guys. All right. Well, hey, we got to get the fuck out of here. But thank you for listening. And if you want to be a part of Voicemails Yay, you can just call 201-472-0139 or shoot your emails to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. Don't forget, if you haven't done so already, you can sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. If you sign up, you unlock the entire library. Over three years worth of shit. Three years worth of Patreon shows. Three years worth of specialty content on the the $10 tier. And Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition coming this week. It is going to be epic. Uh, You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff R. Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Shuddy Boy, do you need a pepper mill ball? A peppercorn? Uh, no, not because I'm too hot. I mean, maybe so I can get through Shuddy's news and the Patreon, but not because I'm not having a good time. Uh, Sharon, does peppercorn come on your cob? <laughs> All right. What else do we have? Uh, Jeff's listen to Jeff's other podcast, Fade the Media. 
YouTube, youtube.com slash mad scientist party hour. If you want to see the full episodes, that's there. If you haven't subscribed, every subscription helps. Shuddy, you got anything else other than no, uh, way too much THC in your blood? Nope. Oh, we did inspire Kwame to make a new beef flavor of Shido, and that's no going to be really available somewhat soon. Yeah, he, he hit me up about doing like some sort of po- like collabo or cross promotion thing. I mean, I was just like, just fire it up and let the discount, the Pumani discount, hold up or apply to the beef flavored. I was a little hesitant. I have yeah, a we got bo- four- I have a box of Oshido literally next to me right now. Nice. It just came in. Thank you. Uh, for shipping it so quickly, you guys really should get on this and order it. And because I got yelled at by Boognish because we've never really said how to get it. I thought we've said the website a bunch of times, but we didn't spell it. Apparently, oh, it's yeah. the so it's O S H I. No, it's O H. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, I meant 18. somebody it's who's important, buddy. Yeah, somebody who's better at freestyling this someone like you two handle this yeah o-h-s-h-i-t-o dot com oh shito yep. promo code we'll be Puminati. getting Puminati code at checkout be on the lookout in the near future we'll talk about this again beef flavor is going to be available but before it hits the website and market we actually get to be the taste testers on it so oh. I'll be shipping you guys, or you guys will be getting, I won't be shipping you, Kwame will be shipping you guys the beef-flavored Oshido. Fuck we'll yeah. pour it back, tell you guys when it's going to be available nice. and how official it is compared to the other shit. Probably will be. I mean, that's we should probably do on an episode when we all get it. Yeah, maybe I'll pour some on my wiener and Jeff can blow me. <laughs> Wait a second. No, I, I thought I was doing the hand jobs. No, I'm not blowing you. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hand job using Oshido would be terrible. That's an It'd Oscar bet. Terrible, terrible branding for Kwame. He would not <laughs> want that. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll catch you on Patreon. And until next time, ooh, something. Okay. That appears to be in working order. Oh, shit. Jeff, you look like you're about to sneeze. Or like you're looking at the math equation from Goodwill Hunting. That was, uh, yeah, that was the That's what that was. That was my calculating action face. You can't hear me, can you? I don't have the fucking mic near me. God damn it. Hello? Sorry. Sorry about that. I don't think it's routed to that microphone. I think it's through your laptop right now. Why am I oh, it's through my AirPods. So you, so you did all that anyways. Okay, carry the two. What's this quotient? Oh, wait. We don't have you anymore, Jeff. You don't have <laughs> yeah. Can you first? You are non-existent, Jeff.
<laughs> and off he goes. Bye, Jeff. Shuddy, how many people are getting fired right now? Nobody. Hmm. He looked a little angry. Mm -mm. Nope. Nope, I'm just horny. No. <laughs> hate that I have to have the umbrella light on. What happens without it? It's really dark. Can you guys hear a hum at all from my end? A little bit, but I don't know my end, too. Can you hear me okay? Uh, yeah, you actually just started sounding better. And it's just going to get darker as the night gets darker. Oh. Right? It's too dark now. Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit. At least you're not blue. That is true. Man, we're, we're a little off today, huh? A rare evening start. This has been the latest we've start, started in 2020, I think, or 2021, I think. Probably. It is. Yeah. My apologies. It's all good, dude. I actually didn't hate it for today. Works out. Bunch of shitty-ass basketball tonight. No games I'm interested in. I was able to barbecue a little bit today. I had some serious Memorial Day barbecue FOMO. I didn't go nearly as hard as I wanted to or should, but this morning I did run to the store, get burgers, dogs. Got some sort of barbecue shit going, but I saw some... I saw some setups on my on my timeline on my Twitter timeline that I almost masturbated to. There were some <laughs> some sick Memorial Day spreads. There's this oh, flip that burger slowly. <laughs> I wish I wish I was better at barbecuing. Shuddy, can you give me record permission? No. You son of a bitch. Jeff, you're very quiet again. Recording in progress. Oh, narc lady. You guys are really loud. Oh, no. I should leave the meeting. It's given me that option. Leave the meeting. I'm not consenting this shit. I can input volume. Maybe if I can just raise myself a little bit. Nope, won't even let me. What the fuck? Nintendo. Fucking, I'm, I'm plugged plug back in. Do I sound better? I think so. You sound as good as you can. I sound better now. Yeah, you're still a little quiet for some oh, reason. For, thanks, Shuddy. And I don't know why. All right, the last option since we're technically Easter egg, and I think, well, yeah, I mean, I didn't do the Los Angeles, California. Can I just come, uh, can I do the Super Nintendo unplug and plug back in the restart? Yeah. Have you tried blowing in it? Or smacking it. I'm going to do that both. I'm going to restart the Zoom, though, because when I unplug or move around my mic, it's a loud pop for you guys, and I don't want to discomfort you. Kevin, you look like you're in the zone right now, and I don't want to take you out of it. I'm so hard in the zone, you could not disrupt me with a mic pop. All right, well, either way, I got to go. I'm going to just <laughs> restart the Zoom. Hold on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thanks. 
We got to get him like a blue Yeti or something. <sighs> we could just get rid of him. <laughs> you still use yours, right? Yeah, I bought a different one. Uh, just because I wanted a, a colored one. So I have a, a red and black one. But it's the exact same microphone, just a different color. I still have oh, the gray one that you got me. They're making like uh, new colors on PS5 controllers that I'm excited about. Are they really? They got a red and black one and an all black one, which I want. Um, video game controllers were not meant to be white. No. They get palm dust on them and like crusty old jizz and <laughs> Cheeto dust and smart food dust. Did you, uh, damn it. I should, I, I have to send you a picture of this smart food I had last night. I've actually got some, some popcorn queued up for a hijacked snack attack ready to go. Maybe it's what I'm sending you. I don't think this is made by smart food, but oh. it, it might be if we're no, I have not seen that. <laughs> Smart food, those motherfuckers are turning into to Oreos. Jeff, I sent it to you too. I saw. I thought I saw that on Instagram at one point, but there's like these snack accounts that'll do like mashups or like mock like flavor uh, hybrids, and I didn't know if that one was real or if that one was fake. Ow. But. How, how do you, have you broken into that? Yet? Yeah, we ate it last night. It was delicious. Man. I sometimes get a little wary about sweetened popcorn stuff. Like candy corn is okay, but do you like candy corn? That's what you Caramel associate as sweetened. <laughs> oh, oh well, no! You... I, I fucked up. I, I meant the. I said the wrong thing. Do you Not mean candy kettle corn. corn? No, I meant um, caramel corn. Okay. How do you feel about kettle corn? I don't know. Which is like sugary popcorn. I don't think I know what that is. What's your Chicago take on? corn? Want to see what I got? That is, I've had that. That is delightful. If you like that, you will like the um, Krispy Kreme glaze. The Krispy Kreme, yeah. Are your nipples getting hard, Jeff? Kinda, yeah. Where did you get that? <laughs> Ralph's. Five Below sells it. There's a Butterfinger version of that Ooh. as well oh man you know what i want to do i want to get a giant bag and dump both bags into that one giant bag now we're talking i had a, i have a big m&m bowl for football season where i just get the share size of, M of all the m&ms mix it in a big bowl and then it's like a <laughs> m&m potpourri i call this m&m salad <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, you guys know how much I love M&M's. Would you like some dressing? You, and then you just drizzle caramel sauce on top of the bowl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, bringing to the potluck. I'm going to bring my famous, world famous M&M salad. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, M&M's make every party better. You might shit on it at first, but then once you start reaching in there and getting... It's who hard knows to what kind of the bowl of M&M's, no matter what kind they are. Oh, they're impressive how all the flavors are pretty good. The only one I don't really fuck with that much is the almond. But, I mean, it's not bad. Yeah, almonds are like the vegetables of snacks. 
They, they quite possibly could be the wackest nut. I think they are the dullest nut. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I've grown pretty fond of almonds because almond milk is I'm really digging it. Yeah, but that doesn't count, does it? That doesn't. If you like almond milk, I wouldn't. That doesn't necessarily. Mean I also you're like, like regular almonds, though. Okay. So, well, okay. What's better, like the almonds or walnuts? Almonds? Walnuts. What about just walnuts? walnuts don't are... go in, walnuts don't go in chocolate as well. You don't have very many ease of options to get walnut candy. You have to get fancy candy to have it with walnuts. Regular candy is either pecans or almonds. Although I will say, Jeff, remember those edibles we got from Ellis that were like chocolate-covered almonds? It was like medicated yes. chocolate drizzled over the almonds. For as much shit as I'm talking on almonds right now, goddamn, those were delicious. Those you got yourself, you overdosed yourself on. Did I? If I recall correctly, because you were eating them like they were just chocolate-covered almonds. Oh, yeah, that happened. Yeah, I got out of control. They were too delicious. Yeah, that first time you ate, like, a whole handful of them. I need, like, maybe that could be my next venture. I'm going to start Bitch-Ass Edibles. And they're for people like me who are bitch-ass. And it's delicious edibles, but you can get a big bag of those motherfuckers. And it's 25 milligrams the entire bag. Yeah, so you're looking at a, a whole box of chocolate-covered almonds that's a total of 25 milligrams. So and they'll be cheap. You know, you get a each, discount. Each chocolate-covered almond is like 0.75 milligrams. I can call them like um, dad edibles, and I'll be on the cover, and I'll hold my shirt up, and I'll stick my belly out, and I'm giving thumbs up. I'll go like this. Nobody has to know that I'm not a, a, actually a dad. <laughs> yeah, that's... That would really think... hurt your brand, uh, your branding. <laughs> yeah. Do you think there's a market for low yield edibles like that? I want them. I mean, but you being the only person buying your own product does not make a successful business. Oh, I'm going to buy a lot of them. <laughs> well, you bought a lot of freaky scenes too, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I just kept deleting it off my phone and rebuying it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like the fucking. Freaky scenes of marijuana edibles. I just need like a, a shark tank I mean, to constantly tell me how bad my ideas are. Aren't there restaurants in California in your area that serve infused dishes? No. That, that's not a thing? Mm, the, What's really, that restaurants are just becoming a thing again in California. Yeah. What was so. that, that <laughs> cafe? Was that you could just smoke weed while you were there? Oh, the Lowell Cafe. Okay, so that place is very unique. They were the first and I believe only people to get a license to operate like that. Where they cook with it. I believe they do have infused food items on the menu that you can order. And you would think that their items are infused with low milligramage because you, you shouldn't be getting fucking couch locked at your seat at a dining table in a restaurant. Well, the Stern show did like a broadcast from there. So JD could get stoned for the first time. How did that I think, go? I think he got pretty thrashed. And apparently last time I, I heard them bring it up, he's now a, a smoker. <laughs> I feel like that fits his personality well. It's surprising he didn't smoke in the first place. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe we can throw that out there to the audience. We can bleed this out past the Easter egg and ask people. 
if if there's any any fucking bitch boys like me that are looking for tasty edibles but would like to eat more than one almond. I, I don't think it's a bad idea. I would like that uh, because you think it is? <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's Kevin's idea. Of course, it's well, that's really true. Bad. That's true. But take me out of the equation. Just try to be objective. Pre- pretend Shuddy said it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, I guess it sounds so terrible. Yeah, pretend um, deep voice Mike said it. <laughs> oh wow, that's a, that's a great idea. Then <laughs> no, isn't that essentially? They pretty much have those, right? It's just high CBD, low THC edibles. Maybe they're not like they're not specifically geared towards like flavor or tasting very good because I think it's just like. It's common sense. Like oh, if you don't man. want to get high, but you really want to eat the eat chocolate covered almonds, then go to the fucking go to Ralph's. But I want to get a little buzz. I don't want to get couch locked. I want to eat a whole bag of them, and you know, still remember where I am, dude. I so don't. The, I just I could just imagine being your bun tender bag. All right, here's what I got for you. Go to the store, pick up chocolate covered almonds and here's a joint and smoke the joint <laughs> how about this instead of smoking weed why don't you spin around in a circle really fast for 30 seconds and then just put on some cartoons not even that just and stuff your face with flips just bend oh, over touch your toes flips. and stand up really really fast there's actually somebody on planet earth that has a worse tolerance than me and that's tully for I, edibles for all, all all things THC related. I one time bought him a case of those uh, terabytes, the, the chocolate covered espresso. Yes, yeah. I, I love like, those things. They're delicious, and even I can handle eating a couple of them. And I yeah, think because they're only the five milligrams a piece, I think they are. And and you know you get the the espresso bean, so that'll give you like a little bit of an energy boost with the caffeine. It's a nice, well rounded edible treat. So I got him those. He's always talking about how he has such a low tolerance and he, he really misses it. I was like, try these out. He ate one and got way too high. A single peppercorns. ball. Peppercorns. I should get him the peppercorns, yeah. But then... Um, the peppercorns. So I can't remember if this was on the free podcast or the Patreon show, but Tully brought in a CBD moon rock he got. So it's basically like he bu- he brought in a bottle of non-alcoholic moonshine. <laughs> like a moon rock with no THC in it. So a THC-less bud rolled in THC-less oil dunked in THC-less keef. What Probably the hell? fucked up, didn't he? <laughs> I think I think he like he gets fucked up off CBD. Good oh, for man. him. I know. Good for him. To yeah, be... Cheap date. All right, let's 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 bring this to the masses. Let's do this on the on the main show. We should get Tully on this, John. That's not a bad idea. I've never spoken to him, and I feel like he would like me, and I would like him. I listened to his podcast once, and they were talking about basketball. I was like, oh, wait a second, Kevin's got other people in his circle that was that watch basketball. I'm not the only one. Yeah, I'm forever going to be Kevin's entourage at the boxing gym when he was training for his uh, fight with shit toboggan wearing my I love herb shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. From Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour. 